Hey everybody, welcome back to an all new episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. I had a great chat the other day with a wonderful content creator, the hilarious Chris the Sis. Enjoy. It feels so weird doing something like this because usually, you know, I make my videos and stuff like that and I kind of just put my phone aside and I don't really, I don't actually make a lot of other videos with creators. I'm, I'm very mysterious. A lot of people ask me when my birthday is. A lot of people don't know when my birthday is. Um, if you look at some of my videos, I'll say it's my birthday like five times a year. I don't know why I do that. And what just, what uh, what draws you to like the an anonymity or like the mystery of of the sort of persona you've created? Why do you like the the sort of the mystery? Um, you know, we all are capable of being canceled. Like this this is this is real. Like you've done something in your past. You can I know just by the way you look to the side. There's something. I was grabbing did. my drink. There is something you did in the past that would have got you canceled. And for me, I didn't do anything. I feel like my day is eventually going to come knock on wood. But I feel like I want people to kind of focus more on like the videos that I make. I don't I'm not really into like, this is my life, you know, and, and put personal aspects into my videos. But I'm always very open and like being myself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like. I was going to say you walk kind of a fine line with that though because I'm I'm similar in the way that I don't put anything personal in my videos like you can kind of see certain rooms uh, you know like where I live you might see uh, you know I've had people send DMs like oh is that that street in this neighborhood like you can kind of gauge things here and there but it's yeah. never like I'm saying here's my here's my personal most personal life things like for the internet to just yeah. have but I'm also doing more like satire or in like character things but you're this interesting in this interesting position where you're you are kind of talking from the heart like you are yeah yes you're being funny and i'm sure you know i'm sure the the video in general is not always just like a one take hit like you I, you're doing it right and you know how you want to sound but still it's like we feel like we see you chris as you are yeah but you also still keep that that line very thick between like that border that you don't cross yeah, yeah, I, I do that because, you know, people are crazy. And when I say that, it's just because I started my, like, you know, my stuff in Korea. And I had people, like, that would, I was hated in Korea. Let's be I was, like, most hated in Korea. Um, And so. Because I, you were doing content or? I It was just because, like, I was just very vocal on just, like, how life was there and, you know, the overall population did not like that criticism. So I kind of learned to just be a little bit more quiet, but I'm always going to be like the loudest person in the room respectfully, but I'm just like super like, you know, like that. I yeah. think it's an American thing because a lot of people are like, what city are you in in Germany? Come visit. Where are you in Germany? Mm -hmm. and, I, and for me, I'm like, they're trying to like rob me. You know what I'm like? They <laughs> No, I, but I do get that. I I do get that. Like I, yeah, I'm sure you yeah. have it on a even a bigger scale. But like yes, yeah, so there's even there's always people asking somewhere like where are you based again? Like oh, 
you know, they they might they might, like I said before, recognize a street and say like, oh, is that, you know, Bergenstraße? Like, I don't want you like, yeah, maybe it is. But I don't want you to know if I'm just walking through there, if I'm just going there for to go to this particular bakery. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. want you to know the reason I'm in that area. For example, if I live there. Yeah, you know, it's just just enjoy like whatever the joke is that I'm making. It's this analyzing of the back that I get that I get that fear. I understand. Yeah, that. absolutely. So that's the reason why. But I don't know. As of recently, I've noticed that, you know, German people, they are, you know, gangsters. You know, some German people are gangsters. I do get that. What a compliment. Um, <laughs> why do you think that german people are gangsters? german people are straight up like literally i mean like it's That's a fair. real deal like it's no fakeness like and i love that and so that's why i call it german gangsters because people will lie to you all the time and people still lie here but i'm just saying like they're very very straight up um and i i really appreciate that you know being here but I don't know. It's, it's it's all been a huge experience being in Germany altogether. I'm what, learning um, a lesson every day, every single day. What percentage of your audience um, have you looked up is, uh, can you tell how much of percentage is, is German? I guess it's kind of hard to tell if they just live in Germany or if they're based here. You right? know, uh, it, that's a really good question. So I looked at the numbers and I think almost 70% of my followers are actually in America. So that's interesting. I, that is very interesting. So it makes me kind of wonder, like, how did this happen? You know, like, are German people watching my stuff or do they see it? Like, you know what I mean? I feel like there are some, but yeah, most of my followers would be located in the States. But what about you? Um, I can't exactly tell what the like to the T percentages of Germans themselves compared to people living in Germany. But I would say that interestingly enough, whether they're German or not, almost the majority of my audience audience is coming from Germany for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I've, I've been really pleased to see that. I mean, it feels like when I look at the comments and stuff and look at the DMS, it, it does kind of feel like, maybe not 50%, but maybe 40% of them are Germans, which I think is so interesting. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm mocking them and they're really taking the joke. Like what is it? What are the Germans like in your comments? Do you check those? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, <laughs> so oh, yeah, well, it, yeah. I know, I know it's a hit or miss. So, um, I get, I get like kind of like the same wave, like, haha, this is so funny. Germany loves you. And then I get like stupid American. Mm. You're stupid American. And I'm like, yeah, Americans are stupid, you know? And they're like, no, you're the stupid American, you know? And I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. But yeah, most, I think Germans respond well, but if it doesn't, if it's not relatable, it's usually where I get a lot of criticism, but yeah, but I I really didn't expect any of this. I didn't expect, I didn't even expect to be living here um, all together. So the fact that I'm able to make videos about Germany is super, super cool. Um, no, no, and I, I do want to get in. Uh, I do want to get into all that. I, I think I had one more question just on that topic, which was before moving to Germany, you lived in one of the Koreas. I'm assuming it's the second <laughs> yes. and, uh, like, and I got back. So you probably know which one. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. uh, I mean, it's so interesting, like you're an American in Germany and most of your audience is Americans. 
you know, from, coming from like audience in the U.S., which is so fascinating, like what they might find interesting. I mean, it's a lot to do with like your character and your humor and stuff, but what they might find so interesting about everyday life in Germany, it's very hard to tell what that like interesting thing is for them because there's so many little mm -hmm, topics. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure you have that feeling where you have one video, you don't really expect it to, but it just blows up. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what the thing was you did that they got so attached to. Yeah. And it takes sometimes months to maybe repeat some facet of it that they grab onto again. But yeah. When you, were, when you were in Korea, uh, were you also like, were you were, since then or even before then, were you interested in doing like a, a observational content? And why do you think the reception was so different there than it is here? Um, you know, so when I was in when I was in Korea, I went there during COVID. I went there like a couple of like months before COVID had hit. And so most of the foreigners that were there doing commercials and modeling, you know, they had to leave and I was working there. And so I had to stay. And so there was this limited amount of just white and black people and just anybody that wasn't pretty much Korean. There was a very limited number. And so. I believe that the videos that I were making, it was like, okay, she's, I can, I understand what she's speaking. She speaks English, but then also I'm a black woman in Korea. So Korea has very like high beauty standards. Um, I think I'm drop dead gorgeous, but in Korea, I'm Shrek. Like when I tell oh, you, I swear, really, no, come on. Oh no, I'm not lying. I know how, how beauty standards work. I can go places. I'm really pretty. I can go places and I'm be considered ugly. That has nothing to do with me as a person. So when I was there, everything was really extreme, going to the train station, going to the mall. And I wasn't like, hey, guys, don't stay. Where can I, go? I was like, no, fuck all of it. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. I mean, I had all these videos oh, wow. on my Instagram, like just pretty much like very self-expressive. I still love Korea. I still go back to Korea. I love all the Koreans. But at the time, it was very, very tense. People were, I would go places and they said, you can't come because you're a foreigner. So you have COVID. The experience was very, it was insane. Um, and at first things, were, I was making videos that were really, you know, like I wanted to bring awareness of just what's happening here and what troubles you may have. But um, I got tired of that. I was like, damn, this shit is boring, you know? And then I started trying to do more on the comedic side, but yeah and that's where i that's where everything got started but i never intended for any of this to ever happen i mean i that that sentiment alone like i never intended for any of this to happen is these days my total mantra you know like a totally different path from anything i had ever tried to pursue or, or predicted or it's just completely different and do you do you think your content in korea was more or less critical than your content in germany I mean, critical critical of, of the culture, I mean. Ooh, that you ask good questions. You ask really good questions. Um Thank you. I think that the criticism I faced in Korea prepared me for the criticism in Germany. If it wasn't for oh, what well, you have great today, answers. That's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> how so? Like how, how do you feel that the criticisms of Korea prepared you for because I mean, were you was Korea your first step abroad as an American or had you lived in places previous? Oh no, I had I had already been living overseas. Um I had I was living in the Middle East for a really long time. Um, oh wow, that must have been very difficult, no? Or it, it was it was weird, you know. I just got off a plane, it's two hundred degrees, 
And <laughs> my family was like, you know, we we had never been in the Middle East before. And my uncle actually came out there with me. And he was like, you know, you got to wear some braids. You got to blend in with the people. You know, my uncle doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. This is like a long time ago. So I go out there with some Queen Latifah braids. And I'm looking around and everybody looks just like normal people. I was just, it was bad. It was horrible. But yeah, I grew wow. up, I took a big part of my life in the Middle East. Um, yeah, so being overseas is like second nature to me. But each country is vastly, vastly different. What about you, though? What oh, well, I'm, I'm almost a little jealous of that experience before because um, I didn't really have the opportunity to travel so much. I mean, I... Until I'm until I moved to Europe. Now it's now I feel like I've traveled more. I've traveled more in like the past seven years, I feel like, than I've traveled up in like my whole life up until that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, my parents, you know, they didn't even have or maybe my dad did, but I don't know if he had to renew it. But like my mom and I think my dad, too, didn't even have passports until I moved here. And they were like, I guess we'll go to Germany. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, yeah, we, we just weren't we just weren't. Um, that just wasn't like our thing. We weren't like the Disneyland, you know, fly down to Miami or Orlando or whatever and go to Universal type of yeah. family. And I mean, well, but we also grew up in the South, you know, like I was born in Mississippi. Oh, and yeah. And then we lived in New Orleans for a long time. And, you know, I was exposed to so many just I, I wasn't exposed to many different cultures, obviously, growing up there. It's not like you grew up in a major city like Austin or Seattle or New York or Portland or something. Then you might kind of get this glimpse of what other parts of the world are like. And you might even more importantly, get this little glimpse into the fact that your perception of how the world works uh, may not be right. And it's definitely not the only one. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like I, I maybe I missed out on getting that earlier, but um, I'm still very happy with how things worked out because, yeah, it was just basically only in the States, no passport, anything. And then it was only until... 2013 i took my first trip to europe and saw like all of central europe had got a passport and everything blew out like maxed out a credit card which was the oh, stupidest, no. stupidest thing i ever credit. did not the bad credit stupidest thing i ever did the biggest yeah. one of the biggest regrets ever of my life took years i mean still like i'm still it's it's a whole thing but um <laughs> it's it's so i insane. mean bad credit is a whole thing it's a ahead. whole beast but no like <laughs> I, I now that I've been in, in Germany for so long now, I've gotten to meet so many people who have ended up here or somewhere for whatever reason, kind of similar to your reason for being in Germany or your reason like to, to, to be where you are, like because of your career and like things you're involved with and why you ended up traveling. And when you're in Germany, I didn't really realize there were so many um, like American bases like also like military bases things yeah. where so many different people are living and it's like these entire communities of people but they're all over europe like i didn't put that together i didn't like yeah. conceptualize that that yeah, there's they, just like worlds of there's like see, there's like a thread of shops and architecture and like people that just live in this world inside of a different country that's yeah, yeah. so fascinating you know i, I feel like yeah it, it definitely is um and I, I grew up, I grew up with like a military family. Um, so, you know, we ended up, I've always moved around and I've seen how it is living in a community where, you know, you're in the States, but you're in this military kind of town. And I've also experienced that being overseas. Like when I was in Qatar, 
you know, we were military affiliated, you know, me and my family. Um, and it is, it is weird. It, it's super weird. And it, it feels like almost like you're having moments where you're in the country and you're learning and you have moments where you're not. And that's happened to me consistently throughout my life where I can kind of come in and out of society. Like, no, I'm not one of you. I am one of you. No, I'm not one of you. I am one of you. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the things that I feel like I'm envious of, like how you mentioned that you grew up pretty much and, you know, you moved around from, you know, born Mississippi or being in New Orleans, but you have this like opportunity to have friends because you, right. you have childhood friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I only I really just moved the one time, you know, and until I was uh, in my 20s. See, I'm jealous. I have no friends. Million followers and no friends. <laughs> when you, uh, that's such a that's such a great title. Um, but when you let me ask something. So you said you grew up in a military family. Did that mean that also when you were a little kid, like as early as kindergarten or first grade or so, that you were already moving school to school, or was that later? No, it, it's always been it's always been like that. So like every about two or three years of my life, I've always moved, um, and that's been. Do you think like? What would you say, given that way that you were sort of forced to grow up, what would you say is the biggest pro of that and the biggest con of that? Um, the biggest pro is I can be whoever I want. You know, like I would be like, I go to one school and they'd be like, you're a horrible, terrible being. And I was like, well, in two years, I'm going to be out of here. And then I could just go to another school and just put on whatever fake persona I wanted to put on. And I live by that. I still live by that till this day. Fake it mm -hmm. till you make it, you know? Um, mm -hmm. The power to reinvent yourself and the freedom to not be held down by people's perception of you in any given space. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You said it in such a positive way. I'm very like unethical. I was just thinking about it like, man, fuck these people. I'm going to be me. But um, yeah, I think one of the cons is just not really being able to understand the what stability is. You know, like I'm very mm -hmm. extreme. You know, we go out drinking, we're going to the top, we're going out eating, we're getting super full. Like I kind of try to consume as much as possible because I always feel like this is going to end eventually. So stability doesn't really seem like a common thing for me. You know, it's just like get as much fun, don't hold on, leave, because it's eventually going to end. So that's kind that's of like- really interesting. Yeah, it's a weird thought process. I was, we were, we talked about this other, the when we were texting, but I'm telling you that therapy, you need mm -hmm. to get therapy, you need to get the therapy. Everybody needs therapy. It's everybody, the, it's, everybody needs, needs, it. needs it. I got an undiagnosed illness out there. I know I do, so like 100%. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, but I wanted to ask you, like, so what are, what are some, I feel like we're going to have some common experiences as, you yeah, know, I'm sure. I feel like a lot of Americans are like, you know, coming to Germany or they do come to Germany and they want to, you know, build a platform. Um, but, but that's, that's the interesting thing, right? Like, I, I feel like, did you, did you come, I mean, obviously you came to Germany for your work, but like, did you come with the intention from day one of like creating content to build that platform? Because I definitely didn't have that thought process when I came here. Um, I, I, I didn't, I, I really didn't have the idea of doing it. And I almost, I almost 
didn't do it to be honest i was like this is not working out like as a creator to creator you know how hard it is to change your niche like let's mm -hmm. say you want to go into like i don't know i mean i you're super talented but let's say you wanted to go into i'm trying to think of something that's so like because i don't know you too well but i'm trying to think <laughs> of something that's the polar opposite of you I mean, you like any sort of physical labor like how about yeah. like laying bricks or like i don't like know like surf tiktok you know something or surfing like, yeah surfing yeah or cave diving like uh... you know you're like you you just wake up one day you're having like your midlife crisis and you're just like i want to do surf tiktok let's do it and then your followers are going to be like what the fuck is this like what mm -hmm. is this you know yeah I, and that's kind of how it was for me and i was like man i'm not going to do this i'm leaving germany i'm out i'm not doing it and then do, uh, you, do you have a lot of control over when you leave places or not so much? Yeah, I do. I do. But mm -hmm. it's just it's not when you leave. It's how long you can stay, per se. That's know? an interesting percep perception on that. It's not it's not when can you leave? It's how long can you stay? Yeah. It's, what it's do you what like, do you mean by that? I think like there's there's I'm always going to have the mentality. Remember, my stability theory is that I'm eventually going to have to go home because I'm not, I, I don't plan on being in Germany forever. I don't plan on being overseas forever. I feel like something eventually is going to just force me back home. Like if I want to stay here for a long time, yeah, it can happen. But for the most part, I would have to put in a lot of work and I would definitely have to start working on my German because you know how horrible that is. I had a video the other day where I was saying Bite. I guess it's like oh, <laughs> I was like, what the Vite? Whoa, that's great. <laughs> am I saying am I really saying it that bad? Yes, that's extremely incorrect. And I love that I <laughs> love that I know one word better. Just okay, say it then. Bitte. Bitte. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to my live. This is Bate. I'm gonna give you guys some freestyles coming up. Jake, come on, let's drop the beat, guys. I got, I got eight bars for you, know you coming up here. You know Sway. what? Hey, come on over here, Sway. <laughs> no, no, literally, for all the people that made fun of me, they put me on this one Instagram called Overseas Student Problems. I don't even post on Instagram. These people are roasting me. They're roasting the shit out of me right now. They're calling me stupid girl. Oh, well, that's I mean, y'all knew what I meant. Yeah, of course. I mean, I just laughed I at the pronunciation. But the thing is also, I, I every it's such a difficult language. It's good to make fun of yourself because it's it's you're never I'm not like I don't get everything right. No one gets everything right. It's such a ridiculous what's it called? Overseas what is overseas problems? Wait, let me it? let me pull it up. It's overseas. like let me see. Okay. Let's Man. I no, I, I mean it's it, it I think it's uh I, I feel like every week or even every day there's some moment where I miscalculate a statement or a, a, a mispronounce something and i get so hung up on how it sounds that i get into the same problem as people who don't know enough to say it's i get stuck on like the well this will this won't sound right because i can't yeah. put my tongue in that position or i can't put it that deep in my the back of my throat where i cough i just can't get this thing right so i don't say it or I, I try to talk around it you know talk around the word i know but what it was what was it called was exchange dot student i think problems i don't want to like mess up our audio but it's on instagram exchange student exchange dot student dot problems there it is yeah you see it mm -hmm. you it's, see what uh... these people are saying 
talking about me. <laughs> so was this channel in your in your comments, like giving you a hard time, or were they just linking you to this page? No, I, I mean, I think this person particularly did. Oh, I see your I see your post. Did they did they just rip your post and post it here, or did they get your permission? No, no, my videos, all the videos you probably have seen of me on Instagram, I never post them. Most of my videos are taken and just put on. Oh, Instagram. that's not cool. That no, that happens a lot. That happens I mean, a lot, yeah. Yeah, they. I mean, it's everywhere. I have videos on platforms I've never posted, like Facebook. Like, why? Why would mm -hmm. I post my video on Facebook? I mean, if I, I want uh... my. So that's very, very normal. How how would that make you feel? That hasn't happened to you. I mean, I saw it happen once. Um, maybe it's happened more. I don't know, but it's. I've saw it happen once on some strange. I mean, I'm not not here to point fingers. I think it was a Chinese Instagram page that had like all these German language creators on it. Like mm -hmm. I saw Uyen and Liam, and I think I saw a few other people. I don't know if I saw you too, maybe. Of um, I don't know, but it was just like I did some video about one of some German word, and I saw it on there, and I was like, "That's really weird," and I don't think that's cool. Um, oh, really? Yeah, no. It's it's been it's it's been happening for quite some time. It's. It's kind of like you lose the ability to control where your videos go the more that you yeah. post. Um, so I'm just kind of like, yeah, they're kind of making money off of me. But I, it's also, I mean, it depends where they're based too, right? Because I mean, in Germany, not to get all technical on that side yet, but like I, there, you can't make money in Germany from the volume of reels viewed the same way you can TikTok. Oh, like, like I think maybe maybe you can because of your still like American based tax. Like you're probably still like paying American taxes. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. So you you can then. It depends on where your phone is based and if you're paying those taxes. Since I'm like my 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 number and my whole like taxes and everything is all German, um, I can't do that. I I don't get money for reels, and that's where most of my views are, which blows. Uh. -uh. So um. Honestly, like. So I don't use, I really don't use reels. Like I have, that's Instagram, right? Instagram. Yeah, I saw, it's really crazy. Like for, you have like 1.1 million on TikTok, but on Instagram, it's, it's, it's pretty standard. Like I'm, I'm pretty, like, I'm surprised that for such a great uh, content creator that you're not more invested. And this is not a criticism. It's, I'm surprised that you're not more interested in cross-platforming. Um, I am, I am interested. I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I feel like once, I feel like once, but first of all, TikTok is a hobby for me. So only recently I started like really like accepting, you know, doing sponsorships and then the money I get in TikTok or whatever, it's cool. It's just like, I, I have an actual very strong passion of making people laugh. And I just know that the moment that I start really taking this super, super serious, it's just going to become like for myself. But also I'm not really good with networking and I'm always drunk. So <laughs> that may no, be the problem. I no, I no, no, no. Feel free to be drunk. We're all drunk. But I feel like it's so I mean, I get that. And I have a lot of respect for that. I have a lot of respect for your uh, ability to separate because um, you're also a consistent uh, uh, creator. It's not like you do something once a month. You know, you usually post pretty regularly, which takes like, that on its own is like even if it's fun, it is effort. And I'm so impressed that you can have the effort, have fun with the video, kind of just let it be what it is. But at the same time, keep that like that mental health separation of like, 
yeah, sure, you maybe could do more if you wanted to, but right now it's not enough to make you want to make it a job because you're worried if it becomes a job, then yeah. maybe it's not fun anymore. And then also the stability things, maybe this all fades away. Maybe it's all gone tomorrow. The fears. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, you know what? See, see, you're starting to pick my mind. You see? You see? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no. I feel like, I feel like, I want to get out there. I want to do all this stuff, but I'm also a person that like, I just don't believe I don't really, I try not to, I try to focus on now. I try not to focus on the future because it doesn't exist. The past doesn't exist. This exists. This is what exists to me right now. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm going to try to, you know, invest in. Um, Other than that. Yeah. I'm just riding. I'm just, I'm on, what is it called? Autopilot. Like I just, I just post random stuff. And if it, gets traction cool but i wanted to ask you so do you get noticed quite often like when you're going places or have you had that experience or uh more now more now than ever before yeah i mean i went to berlin in june and that's where most of my audience is is in berlin i think it's because it's younger people it's a lot of expats a lot of foreigners there and that was the first time i ever felt like this kind of our content creator version of celebrity <laughs> it was really crazy. Yeah. Like it was really yeah. crazy. Like very like regularly stopped, approached on the street. Uh it was really brand new for me. It was really crazy. A little scary, but also exciting. And uh I was very eager to yeah, take a photo with somebody or just shake yeah. their hand and say thanks. And now it's happening more in Munich. Like I feel like if I go to a populated area, like if I go to the zoo or if I go to uh some restaurant <laughs> in the center city on a Saturday. I'm almost guaranteeing it'll happen at least twice. You know, it's yeah. not like it's not like a constant thing. I, I mean, most people still don't know me. And I think that's kind of good, but it definitely happens more now than than ever before. But I mean, how is that with you? Because your living situation is almost kind of comically closed off from that part of the world, right? Yeah. Um. You know, I'm on the what is it? I'm on the the west side, you know. I represent the west side of Germany, so <laughs> I know was, you know. So uh, I know I I love this country. Like I legit love this country. But um, actually, no. Like I've gone I've gone to places like because I'm fairly close to Frankfurt, so I go to Frankfurt. Um, or if I go to like let's say, I bet I yeah, know. I bet if you go to Frankfurt, then you must get stopped a lot, huh? That's a pretty yeah, good. yeah. If I go to Frankfurt, that has happened. Um, or if I'm just you know going to the club out here, yeah, that happens sometimes. What well, does that um, feel for you as someone who's a little separated from that world? Is it is it is that something you could imagine you want to happen more, or you is it scary for you? Um, no, no. It's it 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 feels like I mean, again, coming from Korea and being kind of relatively popular there um it felt kind of just like i mean i mean when you have like a but i 100 million 90 million likes there's gonna be people that are gonna see your face um but but there was one time where i had not gone out at all uh for a while and i ended up going up to the city in frankfurt and i didn't really know that that many people had seen my videos but it was people like back to back to back to back to back to back wanting pictures wanting pictures and it was like super overwhelming you know cuz i just i just do this shit for fun but i love it i love the people i've had people try to buy me stuff or you know um you know i i had okay if somebody offered me a drink i'll always take the drink like 100% like as long as they, they open all- it in front of you you know what i mean 
I don't care. I regardless of what's inside the drink, I'm gonna take it. But um, but people have offered to pay for stuff. I always say no because I'm very grateful for you know them even watching it. Did you, I oh, I mean, look. except for the drink. Come on. I mean, just the drink. The drink. <laughs> That's like a part of my emergency bag. But I wanted to ask you a quick question. Um, this is just like on a like I just kind of want to pick your brain because you know we do similar content, but. Um, what, what program are you in, in TikTok? Because I feel like you kind of motivate me to, what the, how do I motivate you? I, you motivate me. I'm at, I'm at like 200 K on TikTok. You're over a million. Like, what are you talking about? I motivate you. What? Get out of here. You're like hunting for, you're hunting. You're a, you're a stolen valor. I'm not. I'm literally. You have like a you have a cue card under this camera like Jordan, you motivate me. What platforms do you use? I do, you caught me. No. <laughs> no, because what are you talking about, weirdo. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's certain things that you how you present yourself as a creator is very, very, very professional. And I feel I like know. you're you're doing this right. You know what I mean? I feel like this is I'm doing this by chance. You're actually working super hard and i really and your stuff is super but you tough. could you could you could just you could do that you have you like you're there you're at the place i don't know what like, to do you could I flip don't... the switch you could flip the switch any day and just do it and then you'd just be doing it like i'm not something to be admired i'm just doing it on the lower scale you're stressing <laughs> me out my lip okay sorry sorry i'll i'll let me fix this cable i'm listening to you so just say what you're say what you were gonna say hold on yeah, so do you get paid? And wait, am I allowed to bake during this? Yeah, getting... yeah, yeah, it's no problem at all. Okay, because I know like on certain platforms. No, you do you. We're just going to use, we're just going to cut up clips anyway from that. So. Okay, that's good. Because I was like, ooh, I need a vape. I'm addicted <laughs> to me. I, You know, why did I, what did I think you, oh, I thought you said bake. No. I was like, sure, do it. I mean, of course you can smoke. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I think it's just because, like, anytime I'm on a camera and I'm talking to another person, it's either Facetime or live. And because we're doing this, it's more of like I'm thinking we're live. I'm like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, no, it's not live at all. So no worries at all. Do whatever you want. I mean, I know it's not. It's just that's my, you know, mentality. If I had known, I that's what you thought, that. guys. Chat. Let's let her know it is live. Come on, guys. Bring in the. <laughs> we got three diamonds for Chris over here. Yeah. No, but. Sorry, go really? ahead and ask your question. Flatter me. So do you so how do you get paid on TikTok? Do you do the like do the minute and then you get paid or are you doing just the per whatever view TikTok generates? Um, you know, I know there's a few different ways to do it uh right now. I find my alarm just went off to to release my YouTube short. <laughs> um oh, see, I don't do shit like that. I just say, hey, it's it's eight o'clock. Everybody's at home. They've all took their like, you know. But honestly, like that's that's also Chris. Just that's it. That is as easy as it is. I mean, it's not like it's not like we're on the same exact level, and I'm about to cross over. And it's like, but maybe Jordan's scheduling is what's doing it. Like you're doing fine. I just I, don't get how you don't cross platform because I think I mean, for example, you know Liam, Mister British, Mister yeah. in Germany. We don't say. Like his um his Insta and his TikTok both both of them have over two million. Yeah, yeah, he, which is nuts, right? And his uh YouTube, I haven't checked it in a while. I think when I talked to him a few months ago, it was like 
800K subscribers. And he's just posting his shorts. Oh, really? Yeah. So if he if he just decides to, because I know Calvin and Hobbs, these other guys too, they they wanted to start making longer content yeah. for YouTube because you can monetize it. And that's where you can make the most money is YouTube is YouTube where you can make the most yeah, yeah, yeah. money. But um, for TikTok, just to answer your question, and my headphones all on the fritz. Um, I just do the, like, I just have the basic creator fund. I know that they just, uh, let me take a look at the creator center real quick. I'll tell you. Like my thing is, I think the most basic package, like I don't really, I don't really make much money at all from, uh, let's see, creator portal, creator fund. So mm -hmm. I'm on the creator fund. Yeah. Um, I can see that, you know, but the thing is they just introduced this creativity program beta. Yes. Where you must, you know, to make money, you have to make videos over one minute long or more. Right, right, right. And I'm right. so, and the thing is for me, if I wanted to switch to that one, my one, my first issue with it is that you cannot ever for the rest of your life ever switch back. Yes. So you would potentially post a video and you know that you would just get the views and get no income. It's kind of like. I, that's, I don't like it because for, for reels and for shorts, I believe. And I also post to Facebook, but like, I, th I don't know if Facebook matters as much, but for reels and no, no, but sp sorry, specifically for YouTube shorts, you can't go over 60 seconds yet. Oh, they okay. always trim it. So what I try to do is if I have any video that I just have to get rid of, like I don't have anything for tomorrow. I did this montage of like, let's say going to a street market or something. It's just like kind of like a, just something for the day. So tomorrow I can do something fresh. Um, if that video is like a minute 20, I know that for Insta, TikTok, and Facebook, I can put the whole thing out, but then I have to do a second edit for YouTube so it kind of ends the same way without going over 60 seconds. So I have to trim it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not abrupt. And I think if I switch to this beta thing for TikTok and I was only going to make money from now on by doing things over one minute, I would have to do this trimming thing for the other platforms for every video. And I do a video every day. Oh, so you it's do? really, I post something every single day. So it's really like a boatload of extra work for me if I want to keep, yeah. unless I just want it to just be like getting to a minute and my character is like, so, and then I was saying Chwadden and just cut, you know, it's like, I, I don't really want the content to be sacrificed and I'm scared that I can't go back. What if I make less money? I mean, not, I'm not making much with TikTok, but what if I, for some reason, just don't have the ability to post a, you know, a minute and a half, two minute video every day, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, my views on TikTok are so sporadic. I feel like ever since my growth on Instagram kind of shot up, my TikTok just got so, so unpredictable. It just doesn't grow the same way it used to. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong, but yeah, I'm scared I, to move to a new system because if it stays like it is now, I'm going to even, I'm going to make nothing. I don't well, know. I feel the same way. I can post a, I'll post a reel right now and I'll probably get 20, <laughs> 25 views, probably. Probably 25 views, so probably 25 at most. You mean, you mean 25 K? No, 25 views. Like but you have 10, you have 10 K followers. That doesn't even make sense. Like logistically. I, I'm telling you now, I don't. <laughs> that motherfucker is not real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling I'm you right telling now. You, I'm telling you, it just, I, I don't know how it works. I don't know what's going on. I don't get it. I just feel like, um, yeah, I am also in the creator fund and I don't want to do the whole one minute video thing because I'm scared. Um, Are most of your videos over a minute anyway? 
They average about like 42 seconds. Maybe Same. 40. I'm like, I'm like 42 to 55, something like that. Yeah. Around that time, like pretty much when I'm tired of like hearing the video or after I've recorded. Well, I don't know. I usually do like one or two takes for bigger videos that I anticipate that are going to get a lot of views. I always have a second draft. I don't know how I have this feeling. But yeah, as of lately, I feel like things are just kind of doing whatever it wants. So from how often do you post? Like once a week, twice a week, three times a week? So I post based on how many views I get. So like this week, if I get like a million views, I'm not going to post for like a week at most. What's your what's your motivation for that? What what why what's your thought process behind that? Because I feel like there's a there's a certain there's a certain number that I want to reach um, or there was a certain number I wanted to reach. Um, and so I had this mentality like, hey, you got to get that million, got to get that million. And then now, usually, usually every two weeks or every week and a half, I usually get about a million views on one video. Mm -hmm. So I just keep doing that until i get a million then i'll just stop for a week so i can put this on the side do you um that's such an interesting that's such an interesting and extraordinarily independent and healthy way to think about posting content because also again we have to realize that it's not your full-time job so also you're doing it because you have fun and you have these goals that you set if the if Mm -hmm. video x gets you know whatever one million two million views or X amount of likes, then for you, you know, you're happy to take a break. Like, I mean, you have videos with 24 million, 37. I mean, your views are out of this fucking world, like 10 million, just scrolling 10 million, 5 million, 10 million, 13 million, one, like, it's just unbelievable. Like you have this magic touch with however you, I don't, it's just so candid as well. Like you're so candid and you don't, you don't feel like I can kind of see it because I'm also a creator. But sometimes I watch your stuff because I see your stuff regularly. And often, let's say like 70% of the time, I forget to watch it as a creator. And I'm watching it as just someone who's like getting this candid, fresh, funny video, which means that what you're doing is is good. Because it's only 30% of the time that I'm watching like, oh, I wonder if she did that a second time. Or I wonder what her purpose was for this angle or how many times to, to get the rhythm of this part. Like, Oh but, my gosh, really? But in the but like <laughs> but in the end, maybe you're not really doing it. Maybe you're not 107 million likes. It's like unbelievable. What's this um what's this uh username? Beyonce Ibni Das? What does the username mean? Or what is it? Do you know what does it stand for? Beyonce what? Uh so um or is it like an inside joke that no one knows? It it no, no, it's it's really it's easy to explain. So in Korea, you know, I was if, if you post the Korea people, I love you, but there's just not a lot of black women in Korea. And there had been times where I would just go up to people and I'd be like, who do I look like to you? And they would be like, you look like Beyonce, you know, Beyonce. <laughs> the only black person they re- could even, think of. <laughs> I even have recorded like, you know, people would scream out when they see me in the streets, Beyonce. So then. And when I was making my account, I just made it Beyonce in me das, which basically means I am Beyonce in Korean. So, oh, yeah. yeah so okay. that's why. And so I was like, dang, I want to change it to Chris the Sis because that era has ended and then somebody took Chris the Sis. So 
I was wondering. I was wondering. I love yeah. that. I love that Liam Carp says Liam Carp's one. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Like for such a huge page, just like Liam Carp's four. You know, like it's just like yeah, no, no yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. he tried to get his own name, and someone had it. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like how I feel. But I mean, his is a lot more just like I don't know, relatable, dude. And talk about like. I mean, and we can get off the the creator stuff soon because I know that not everybody cares about it as much as we do. But like, talk about a machine, you know? I don't. You should check out his his, his interview that we did because he came to Germany as a professional basketball player, and he played professional basketball for these like international leagues for seven years, and he lived in Germany and played basketball, and that was it. He was like making for fun content, like just a bit before the pandemic. I think a lot of people started doing content in the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, you know, most people and he um, or a lot and he, you know, just kind of was like, oh, the game stopped. I'll do this. Um, his wife was German and he was just making a joke like in Germany, we don't say blah, blah, blah. Or like talking about getting the fresh air or winter tires or, you know, all the stereotypical things that we all kind of touch on. Yeah, and, yeah. And something about it just just clicked. And he was like, oh, I've got 600,000 followers in like a few weeks or something like he just like blew up. Yeah, yeah. And he uh and then he was like, I guess I'll quit. He quit being a professional basketball player and now like he's somewhere like maybe I'm more rigid about the structure of the stuff than you, but when I look at him I think I don't know if that's where I want to go. He's so so like his full-time job is just with his super expensive equipment shooting videos in his place, making these drafts and scripts and stuff all day. And that's his job. And like he, oh, yes, wow. you know, yes, he's got his sponsors. Yes, he's got his crazy views. I'm sure he's making a lot of money and good for him. Happy for him. But I don't think that's I don't think that's where I want to go. I think I I, I want to lean more back into kind of what I'm starting to do, which is like I want to build the audience because of the videos that I have fun making. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a business, but I, I don't want to, like you said, make it something I don't want to do anymore. Mm-hmm. But I also want to lean it into doing live performances. Like that's my goal is to be able to like build the audience with the videos, but go to a theater of like 500 people and sell it out. Oh, okay. This, okay. I I see. So you have like a, and you have a, you have a motive behind your motive. Like it's, 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 it's. I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it at first. Like I didn't, I didn't know that until just recently, but that's like, I was always doing only music and then, obviously when the pandemic came everything stopped i released one more album there was no tour everything fell flat i got kind of depressed about it i kind of started doubting like is this what i'm supposed to do and i was doing little side jobs in music but then i started doing content creation about germany and all of a sudden had like 60k and i had never ever imagined having that number ever yeah, yeah, it, no, I know, I know. You know what I mean? It was like a jaw-dropping amount of followers for me. Yeah, it, but that's a lot. I mean, it is a lot. It is a lot. That's a lot sure. of people. That's it a lot. Is. Yeah. And like, yeah. cons- you know, consistent engagement and like, you know, you're watching a story view go from like 300 views on a story to like 20K or something like an mm-hmm. unimaginable amount of people seeing like what you're talking about. And for me, that was so yeah. wild um, that I... I realized like as I started focusing more and more on that, that what I was missing, what I was lacking in the past year or so was being back on a stage of some kind. And maybe it's not supposed to be only music because that wasn't really working. I couldn't make a career out of that, but maybe I can like sprinkle that into being like the funny guy. Are you a funny person? 
Most people tell me no, but I think I think you can tell from this conversation I'm a very boring person to talk to. No, you're you're not you're not you're not boring at all. You're not boring at all. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, but I think like I mean I don't know if you saw that I posted about it, but like I just booked my very first show that is like comedy, variety, stand up, music, like this whole yeah, sort of mixed yeah. thing. I booked my very first one at a at a reasonably small venue, like 220 people or something in Munich. It's sold out in like two hours. And for me, I mean, yes, it's a small crowd. And yes, it's not like 10 seconds or something. Yeah. But that's the first time I ever sold out any venue ever. Oh. Ever, you know? So for me, it's like for the first time in like 15 years of pursuing, seeing those precious like sold out words on the sign, I got it like in the same day that I released the tickets. And for me, that's like, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to pursue, you know? Oh, that's, yeah, I get it. I get it now. And it, and it's it's nice to know that it's working. You know what I mean? It's exactly. Also, it's, um, it's like that there does, it doesn't get more clear and more validating than literally people paying money until there is no more space. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good feeling. See, I yeah. kind of wanted the same thing. I wanted to be a German rapper called Little Brochin. And then I pushed, I pushed Little Brochin out. And then my German folks love y'all. Y'all were like, so you're Little Bread, Little Bread? So does Brochin mean Little Bread? Yeah, like Brot is bread. And then like, if you had the Hen, the C-H-E-N. Yeah. It's like, like oh, like cutie, like tiny, like Brochin. It's like, oh, Brody, Little Bready, Tiny Bready. Yeah, they were like, so you're Little Bread, Little Bread. And they literally crushed my dreams. Shout out to all of you. Never gonna be a rapper. I'm oh, do don't it. let it stop you. If you want to do it, I'm sure you can do it. No, no. The only thing I really want to do before I leave Germany is probably be a stripper. I just, I feel like what I, is going on in your head? Like, are I you just like, you. are you rolling like a magic eight ball under the camera, like just pulling out stuff <laughs> that you think? No, will like, I'm not. What are you talking about? Being everybody, a stripper. Everybody that knows me, and now you do. No, that I want to be a I want to be a stripper, at least one time in my life, and I feel like Germany's one of the safest places to do it because you know America's not safe, and Germany would be one of the best places to do it. That's how I feel. Is that in is that in any way actually legitimate, or is that a, is that one hundred one hundred percent? What has drawn you <laughs> to wanting to be a stripper? <laughs> The way you're just like this woman. Like, right? what are you talking? I mean, people do that. A lot of people. I mean, yes, some people have the passion for it, but a lot of people are kind of like their their last resort is being a stripper. Like, what what is your goal as like a, a pretty successful, intelligent woman? Just like, I think I want to swing. I mean, hey, all power to you. But what what draws you to this profession? I it started when I was about five years old, and this is why oh. I keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. What? what see I'm, I'm see i'm trying to i'm trying to tell you the story okay. to let I'm you listening. know i'm not joking so please let me tell the story and okay so when i was a little girl my mom had a friend and her friend used to come over and get ready and put on her heels and her makeup and she did this very frequently she would leave the house leave the house leave the house so i asked my mom i said what does she do she was like, she's just going to work. And then I said, mom, what does she do? What does she do? I'm young. And I told her, whatever she does, I want to be it when I grow up. I don't care what it is. I just, I I love a beautiful woman. You know what I mean? And she was like, she's a stripper. So if that's what you want to do, go do it. 
So obviously I didn't pursue that career. Didn't have enough confidence. I didn't feel safe enough to do it in America. But Germany, it's it's structured. I won't have to fight the other strippers for my money. They don't really steal out here. Mm-hmm. They're going to follow the rules. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'll be a little exotic. You know, there's not a lot of black women out here, at least on my mm-hmm. side of town. Yeah, it's true. Why not? Why not, though? Why not say I tried it and I did it? I've actually had a lot of different professions. Like, I did dancing. I did okay. modeling. Okay. Um, I played uh, basketball. I attempted to do acting. Um, but, you know, when they have that scene where somebody's on, you know, you know, I don't know. There's something about somebody acting that someone died that just triggered me to laugh. I don't it's not funny. It's not funny. I can't die. I get it. it. Yeah, it's just it's that's just one thing where it's hard for you to to kind of like pretend that that hard. Right. Yeah. And you act right. You act. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm not like a professional, but it'd be a dream. It'd be a nice uh, goal. Yeah, I'd love to act more. Could, yeah, you think you could, but do you think you could pull off like a? I, I think that's one sort of strange, strangely um, challenging department of life where I kind of believe in myself more than in the other things where I do well. <laughs> I don't yeah, know why. Okay. It's something that I really have a like a very strong passion for. And I, I haven't had like an enormous amount of opportunities, but I did it a lot in college. And uh, like, you know, I went to film school. So I did like a lot of short films and music videos. And I was in this theater group. We did a lot of oh. improv and stuff. Okay. Okay. So you like you, you do have some like experience. You yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, um, I had, okay. I had a good chunk then. And then there's obviously a huge gap until mm-hmm. I made enough connections here. And then, um, I mean, I mean, once I started building up like sort of an, a little bit of an audience here for music, I was like directing and writing and acting my own music videos. And there's a couple that I'm really proud of, but I would say it's only in the last year where the opportunity to really take that seriously and try and do my actual best has like come to life. My friend Moritz uh, wrote this really huge feature film that was an American film and was yeah. shot here at the Bavarian Film Studios, which is an oh, enormous okay. film lot. It's like this crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like the closest thing I've seen to, and it's funny because it's Bavaria, but it's the closest thing I've seen to going to like Universal Lot or Paramount or something in LA. Mm-hmm. But it's just like enormous warehouses where they shoot, you know, like $100 million movies and stuff. But um, he shot this film, it got greenlit, they paid for it. And I was brought in by the director, who's a wonderful guy to do some very small sort of background things. And yeah. did that itch, that itch came back full steam. I was there yeah. for like, I don't know how many, I don't know how many, maybe like 16 days or 15 days or something. And it was just like every day, the moment that they needed me, I was just so happy to be there. Mm. Just lit this fire like, yes, yes, I want to do this, you know? Yeah, 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 of course. It's really course. exciting. And, um, my friend David is a showrunner and he wrote he wrote a sitcom here in Germany and he um, had some success with it. And then he wrote a, a pilot for a new one, like for a new show. And he wrote a character into the show for me to play, um, which is like the American neighbor to his lead role with his wife and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so we shot like this was the most recent opportunity I had. We shot like 10 minutes of this pilot episode where I'm I'm basically playing myself. Like it's kind of a curb your enthusiasm, always sunny in Philadelphia vibe. And I get to 
speak English in a group of people with who are who are Germans and get lost in translation and try and speak broken things myself. Yeah, it was really like it was exciting to also show that representation of what a real expat usually goes through. Like if three Germans are are like speed talking, you might catch a thing and try and say it in English to like show that you've heard. Yeah, not, yeah. You know, or chime in like, yeah, oh, danke, you know, or just kind of be a part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was like one full day where I was one of the main characters. And that was just the most like fulfilling. I, we don't know if that show will will go anywhere, but it was one of the most fulfilling things. Like, mm -hmm. so I would, yeah, just that was such a long winded answer. But yes, I no, love no, to act. <laughs> yeah, no, that's super cool. You actually got to experience like kind of what, you know, everyday actors that are on TV pretty much what they potentially would go through. And that's super awesome. Yeah, I I, I don't think I'll ever have that opportunity. I'm telling you, I'll be canceled before I even get to- Why do you think you'll be canceled? If Chappelle's not canceled, no one's getting canceled. Come on. Um, you know- There's I, enough comedians out there to have been canceled by now. It, I mean, yeah, am I a comedian? Is that what that is? I, I think you're I think you're a comedian. I mean, you you make it's 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 a fine line with your content because you you are not like you're not doing sketch. You're not doing character. You're just yeah, but you still are a comedian. You're still you still know that how you're explaining your opinion on something, you know you're doing it in a funny way. That's why people like you. I I I like to make people laugh, but I think sometimes That's what a comedian does. That's what I a comedian's all about. I know, but sometimes I think that it's more of I'll say something um, a little bit too blunt, and it throws people off. Um, even with my fans. I mean, I'm sorry. Like I posted a video yesterday, and I said that sparkling water tasted like the dark, the devil farted in it, and I'm getting <laughs> so much. I'm getting so much backlash right now. I didn't know. Jeremy yeah, but that's loved. so funny. That's so funny. Come on. I, I honestly, I feel really bad. I'm getting so no. much right now. No, no, no. He's like, you don't like sparkling water. Come oh on, Chris. I wouldn't even have a fraction of the kind of career that I'm building right now if I hadn't just blatantly made fun of Germans for loving hiking or making sport or drinking Sprudelwasser. Like, I, that's that's what we do. It's our, I it's, say it's that. our say it again. Sprudelwasser. Sprudelwasser. Like, the, if you have an SP, it's the sh sound like sp sprudel sprudel wasser i it feels so weird to for someone who knows very little german me to be teaching uh another person no, you sound good <laughs> you could come down the street and just say you could speak straight up german to me and i'd be like yeah i i mean i have to say like i'm not someone who feels confident in german but i do have the ear for how some things sound which is kind of like my curse as well because i get so hung up I'm saying it right, like I said before, that I don't like just jump into a conversation for the fear of saying it wrong. But I think that's why so many Germans like my content is because when I portray this German guy, Johannes, when he says things, I say them like German people that I've met. And they, I think uh, they feel connected to like, oh, I mean, most people don't know I'm American still. Still. Really? Don't today, tell like, I still get DMs like, where are you from exactly? Are you from the, are you from Canada? Are you from Germany? Are you German? Like, speak to Deutsch? Like, they just go into a German text and I'm like, okay, if they don't know by now, like, just click my link tree. You can see everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I that never happens to me. 
ever. They know. <laughs> well, but you're not. But you're also not doing a German character. You know, you. I you're... mean, I did. I did. I did one. I did one accent, and it was like when Germans tell you what to do when you come here, and they said I sounded like Anna Delby. I don't know if you know who that is. Why do I know that name? I know that name. Anna that Delby name. was was one girl who was. She was taking people's money, and she didn't have none. Uh, funny in Google, you, was, you type in Anna Delvey and the finished search is con artist. Anna Delvey. Yeah, she was a con artist. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. It it was. <laughs> sorry. That's not fair to whoever Anna Delvey is. It was finishing uh, Anna Sorokin. Oh, no. Anna Sorokin, also known as Anna Delvey, is a con artist and fraudster who posed as a wealthy heiress to access upper class New York social and art scenes. Well, okay. Oh, I think I know about her. Yeah. Oh, she's my, she's 32. Oh, wow. Yeah, people kept saying my accent sounded like hers. And that was honestly the biggest compliment I ever got in my life. Because Anna Delvey is... Isn't this the one that the Netflix show is based around yep, with the girl yep, from Ozark? Oh, yep. okay. Yep. Now we're all on the same page now. I want to be her one day. <sighs> I'm too old. But, but you can really probably do it without frauding most of the people around you, I think. I, I, you if you know, just take, whatever. if you just take your million followers seriously, you can probably make a real living, Chris. Come on, wake up. <laughs> yeah, but I have other. So this is I've always had a habit of doing this. You know, when I was like a when I was like sixteen years old, I got scouted in the mall, and it wasn't on that weird stuff like you got to provide headshots for 800 but it was like this one lady said you are the same size as a mannequin can you come to our studio we're having a runway show can you come down i went down i came in all these people are like taking my measurements they're you know putting like you know little tapes around my arms and my legs and my neck and my back and they said she's the same size as a mannequin so they, they just started putting clothes on me and they said, walk, walk, walk. And then I was like walking up in the ground and they were fixing my posture. And they said, we want to hire you. We want to hire you to do shows for us. And so I was 16 years old and I was walking on runway. And I remember they posted me on this magazine and it was, it was super big. My mom was super proud. And, you know, when I was back there, some of the ladies were kind of like, mm, I don't know, they were older. Um, and they made me feel uncomfortable and I walked away from modeling literally ever since then. I was just like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be where, a part where, of this. Where, where was this? Where was this mall where you got scouted? So I was actually in Doha. I was in Qatar actually where I got that. What? Yeah, I was in Qatar and it was so insane. I was like, yeah okay i'll come i told my mom my mom was like talking to them and yeah it was it was legit they had legit models in there and i just could not i could not do it i just didn't like it and that's kind of like how i feel again like for everything i tried something i made the basketball team in high school and i never showed up to one game it was just kind of like a i wanted to know if i could do it and now that i did it it's kind of like i'm done so <laughs> That's such an interesting okay. But I mean with the with the with the modeling thing, it makes sense because they they the business like pretty early on made you feel kind of icky. It just but, it, it I don't know. I don't know if, like even sometimes like if I have a video that goes viral or something like that, it it, it kind of makes you feel kind of weird, you know? Do you think that stems back to you don't want to take pride in it 
because you worry if you take pride in it, it won't be stable and it will crush and like fade. I don't, is that, I don't know. I, I just, or, I mean, it. or, you know, it can stem from a, it can stem from a million different things because we didn't, it could, it could, dive, but we I didn't just, dive so deep into your, who you are. No, I know. <laughs> you I did feel, very I good feel, job of avoiding I feel all like that. you opened, you opened my heart. No, but I think like, um, I'm, I just, I try to remain really humble. I've seen, you know, how this world works and things that can come and go. And I've lived so many different lives. I mean, so so many different lives like i wanted to be a cop at one point like but that checks out military family that makes sense yeah but but stripper i mean that's like the polar opposite of a the, the... <laughs> thank you thank you that's our time guys uh, welcome back <laughs> no 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 but no really though um i really i there's i hopefully we can meet i really want to go down to your faraway land even though it's like basically in austria it's it's pretty i munich, mean not, munich is not in oh jesus Christ. okay it's not no wait i know i know it's not in austria no but it's not even it's, that it's not that close it's, I mean, it's about like, 20 it's about 25 minutes from 25 minutes girl okay we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fact check it's this about shit right 25 the minutes. Fuck? No. i saw it i saw it on google i was like you have munich's about uh, I don't trust anyone who, who pronounces bate. Let me just take a look at the maps myself here. And uh... <laughs> literally, I'm listen, but we are close. That's true. It is close to what? Austria. You know, I'm right. That's 25 the... <laughs> minutes. <laughs> 25 minutes. Let me take a look. Let me take a look here. Wait, hold on. This zoomed out pretty fast. Oh, there's Liechtenstein there. Oh, wait, hold on. That one's okay. But I'm also, I, you have no idea how geographically inept I am here. That cannot, it cannot be accurate that 25, no, it's got, no, there's no way. No, there's Austria there. Here's Munich. No, you're talking about two hours at least. No, That's, no, no. It's still in the same, it's still in the same range. Okay. Two, Two hours is not the same as 25 minutes. You know, if you've been like 45 minutes and it was 25 minutes, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. You know. You're from the South. You should have already knew, you know, 45, two hours. It's basically the same thing. Okay. You should have already knew what I was talking about. You know, it's, it's so oh. funny. It's so funny. My perception of how far away things are has changed completely since I moved here. Like living in the South, you have to drive everywhere and you're driving like 20 minutes, 30 minutes just on the reg, like wherever you're going, you're driving 30 minutes to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And now that I'm here, when someone's like, oh, do you want to take a ride to the so-and-so? I'm always like, how far away is it? It's, oh, it's like 14 minutes by car. I'm like, oh man, that's so really? far. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, but it's been like eight years. So part of me just like shifted into oh, 15 minutes. Then it's like a 10 minute walk. Then we're going to be there for an hour and a half. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. You know, like, but in, I feel like in America, if they'd said, oh, let's just take a drive to town, I would know that it's like 30 minutes, but it wouldn't feel that way. I don't know if that makes sense. It, it does make sense. It does make sense. But I drive everywhere. So I drive a lot. here. I drive too much, to be fair. I do drive a lot here. Uh, let me let me ask just a, a, a couple of small rapid fire things just here at the end. Then we can wrap up uh, when okay. you when you talk about um, how one day you feel that you know, this thing with living abroad will end and you will go home. Where is home for Chris the Sis? 
That stripper club. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bowling Green, um, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, so home for me is um I I I base a lot of the places I love is based off food, as you know. And so New Orleans then. Yep. Next question. No. No, Baton Rouge, but we can settle with that. But no, um wherever my mom is at, wherever my mom is at, that's gonna be home. You know, do you, do you like what are a couple of states that you lived in as a kid that you could imagine living in, you know, as you go whenever you go back home to the states? What's a couple um, just a couple of general states you miss and love? Um, definitely Louisiana, um, Arizona, Amen. Arizona, Florida, nice, Texas, mm-hmm. Georgia's what, not so bad, California. My parents just moved to Georgia, actually. So my friend Cody lives in Atlanta and I, I can't ever think it's such a weird thing, but like I was such, I was maybe the world's biggest uh, out, uh, outcast fan for when I was in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a huge, huge, huge fan. And my friend Cody moved to Atlanta a little after I moved here to go work in the film industry because it was in new Orleans and then they got a bad tax cut and it moved there and stuff. And uh, he was working on Ozark there in Atlanta. And I remember saying mm-hmm. to him, oh, I'm going to come back uh, next spring. I'm going to be here. And then I can, maybe you can come in from Atlanta. And the first thing I always say, or the first thing I think of when I say the word Atlanta, isn't the Donald Glover show, but it's AT Aliens. The aliens, yeah. AT, yeah. Every single time. It's crazy that that just like burned itself into my head. Yeah, I grew up listening to Outkast. Um, huge Andre 3000 fan. Big boy too. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. So Louisiana, Georgia, Arizona, Texas, for sure. And yeah. um, what do you feel comfortable sharing about like the kind of work that you're doing? I mean, like you're, you know, this, this, this content creation thing isn't your full, full time thing yet. Although one day I imagine you will drink the syrup, realize that you've been making a mistake by not doing it and that will change. But oh, until no. that day comes, like, you know, your military family. So I'm just under the assumption that you're, you're in Germany working in some function or other for America, right? Uh-huh. Is that fair enough to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is true. Uh, that is very true. I, I, I pretty much, my job is circled around ensuring that when you when you pull up, you know, when you pull up to these establishments. And you want to have that same key consistency, you know? Um, so essentially what my job is, if you were to, <laughs> if you were to go and let's say we go to, we, we go to New Orleans, okay? We pull up to New Orleans, we pull up to one of their McDonald's. My job is to ensure that each burger from each place in each country in Germany, specifically for Germany, we keep that key consistency. That's that's what I do. But no, really, I, I like don't that. do that. Actually, what I do is highly secretive. It's um, it's uh, it's very, it's very. I would say that too if my job was super boring. It it is. <laughs> it is. No, um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, it are, are like people who work for the for for their home country in a foreign country. It's like every position basically a secret is like for the smallest, least responsible to the most important job. Is it kind of like, we don't talk about it. Um, 
And why is that? Is it like just for national security reasons in general? It's not it's not more for national security reasons. For me, it's more like I want to encourage um, I want to encourage people, you know, how can I say this? Like, like my job, what I do is not really associated with who I am with TikTok. You know what I mean? Right. Of course. Um, yeah. And so there are jobs that you can't talk about. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things that like I can't talk about or things I can't discuss. I'm like, I'm, um, I'm like signed to like HIPAA. So there's like certain, you know, yeah, yeah. Certain, I may receive information that I legally can't, you know, talk about because, you know, the field that I work in. Um, but truthfully, my job is just, to just to have a good time here that's really what it is you know yeah, half my yeah, job yeah. is like spending my time here making my tiktoks and the other half is just you know going to work and yeah but really but i really really strive to just focus like i want i want to make sure that like what i'm doing here in germany like i want to make the most out of it you know um yeah, i think you are i think you are and i, I think you can I, even without even much effort do even more you know, I think you really can, if you, if you, if this is something you want, I feel like, you know, you, you did the hardest part, hardest parts over. You gained the, the attention and the followers. You have companies who will absolutely kill to work with you. You can make your money and then you can just have fun and just, you can probably at this point, like even get people who want to help you cross platform just to be rep representing or help helping you build that groundwork. You know, like you did the hard part, you built the audience. That's the hardest part. Starting at zero, these like YouTube gamers who start off at like zero people on their live Twitch stream playing like Resident Evil or whatever. Very yeah. new example. But I mean, these guys, they have to start with nothing, you know, yeah. nobody and just hope get like word of mouth, share, like subscribe. And maybe like 10 months or two years, you see them with like either 400 or 40,000 things. You're like, yeah. all right, they didn't give up. They pursued it. They, they're doing it right. You know? Yeah, yeah. I've I've had the privilege I've had the privileges, you know, of like going to so many different places and, you know, I don't my I I have been extremely blessed. I've been extremely blessed. Um actually, believe it or not, my mom has more followers than me on Instagram than I I know. I know. Um so is she a stripper? But she told me one time but I don't believe her, but my mom's also my mom is also like kind of like an ambassador kind of thingy. So okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been extremely blessed, but um, yeah, it's, I don't, I honestly, I can't, I can't really, I, I don't understand like the million. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I see the number. It was cool. Right. But, but one of these days, one of these days, I definitely want to, you know, expand that. But right now I'm just, you know, just having fun as long know? as you are happy i think you shouldn't change anything the most important thing is that you're just having fun doing your thing you didn't and... say that you didn't say that about my stripping. no i said if you wanted to Dude, you could do you it got up. you got up no I, I got up when you said that you learned about strip wanting to be a stripper at five okay <laughs> <laughs> you still well, got I was, up i was five yeah. years old <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah <laughs>
I'm done. Okay. We can, we can thank you for, uh, you know, being as open as you were and for this being so fun. I really appreciate this a lot. And I think the listeners had a lot of fun getting to know you a little bit more and, um, yeah, I really hope we can meet together and maybe do a video together. I'd love to have you back on the show after some time and see how things have changed. And yeah. 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 It was really nice. It was really cool. It's so weird. Like talking to you like face to face and versus like texting you, but yeah, yeah much uglier like, in real life. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but no, it's super, it's super interesting just because like, I don't talk to anybody like at all. Like, nobody you you network you network really well i don't but, talk not a, to but honestly not that much i just like to i like to get people on the podcast because i can get to meet them you know and like build friendships like there's a only like i don't i've maybe asked like seven or eight people yeah. to come on here maybe like four or five did and from the four or five that did there's like two that still text semi-regularly and for me that's great yeah. Because I think it's important that people who immigrated elsewhere, no matter what their circumstances or whatever they want to do, if they're making content based around their experiences, then like you're saying, it's great to just not feel totally alone with it all. Yeah. And honestly, like, I I feel like I, I, I wanted to talk more about like, you know, like we got Taco Bell, we got this, um, you know, obviously about, because it is a w weird experience, but right now it's just like, what, what we're being told and what's being uh, demonstrated right now, you know, it's, I don't, like right now I can hear a plane like flying and I'm not near Frankfurt. So what do you think is going on? Right. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's just kind of like with what's happening right now, it's a little bit tricky, but there'll yeah. be a point in time where I'm like, yay. I do this, but right now it's yeah, like yeah. everybody needs to just like chill because you'll start to slowly see people starting to become more and more quiet, especially when you do this type of occupation, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, hopefully things get better. Let's uh, let's do a clean uh, goodbye to the listeners here, and I'll stop this uh, Zoom recording. But uh, Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you. You're super fun, super genuine. I get why the millions flock to that wonderful, winning face of yours. Uh, I hope I have you back on sometime. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys, for listening. It's been a lot of fun. I hope you yeah. had a good time. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Thank you. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Look out, baby. The Saints are coming through. Artsy Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94.5.